Hey, hey, welcome to Coffee and Devotions this Friday morning, April 24th. This is where every morning on the weekdays at 9 a.m. and on the weekends before my kids wake up, we go through just a little bit of the Bible, and this year we'll work through all the Gospels together. The thunder is here today. So, uh, this morning we are at Matthew chapter 21, and we'll be looking at verses 12 through 22. Well, why don't we go ahead and pray. Father, we thank you so much for this day, and we thank you for your word. Father, we pray that we would understand your word, that you would teach us by it, that we would love you and seek after you, that we would desire you with all of our hearts. Lord, we pray that you would enlighten our eyes, that we would understand what you would have for us this morning. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, let me just get a few things ready here, and then... All right, we are off and ready to go. Matthew chapter 21, beginning at verse 12. Then Jesus went into the temple of God and drove out all those who were bought and sold in the temple and overturned the tables of the money changers and the seats of those who sold doves. And he said to them, It is written, My house shall be called a house of prayer, but you have made it a den of thieves. Then the blind and the lame came to him in the temple, and he healed them. But when the chief priests and the scribes saw the wonderful things that he did, and the children crying out in the temple, saying, Hosanna to the Son of David, they were indignant, and they said to him, Do you hear what these are saying? And Jesus said to them, Yes. Have you never read, out of the mouth of babes and, and nursing infants, you have perfected praise? Then they left. Then he left them and went out of the city to Bethany, and he lodged there. Now in the morning, as he returned to the city, he was hungry, and seeing a fig tree by the road, he came to it and found nothing on it, on it but leaves, and said to it, Let no fruit grow on you ever again. Immediately the fig tree withered away. And when the disciples saw it, they, were, they marveled, saying, How did the fig tree wither so soon? So Jesus answered in them and said, Assuredly, I say to you, if you have faith and do not doubt, you will not only do what is done to the fig tree, but also if you say to this mountain, Be moved and be cast into the sea, it will be done. And whatever things you ask in prayer, believing, you will receive. Well, let's go ahead and jump into our text. So, uh, hey, Dad. Hey, Molly. Good to see you guys. So people in Iowa and people in Arizona, at least I think that's where my, maybe Dad's in, in uh, California right now. I don't know. But <laughs> let's go ahead and ask ourselves, A, what is this about, right? We always do our ABCs. A, what is this about? B, what's the best verse to summarize? And C, what is God calling us to do, believe, or say in response to this? So uh, verses 12 through 17, we find Jesus is again in the temple. And what does he do? Jesus chases out the money changers. Right? Jesus chases out the money changers. The New King James Version, which I'm reading from, titles this section, The Cleansing of the Temple. Right? So Jesus goes in and he grabs 
the, the tables of the money changers and with, with full force in his arms, he flips over their tables and he, cha- and, he, and he chases them out, right? He has a godly anger. He has a righteous anger here. Hey, Devin, good to see you. And he says, it is written, my house shall be called a house of prayer, but you have made it a den of thieves. It was at this time that people would come a long way and they would come to the temple. And when they came to the temple, they would need, it was easier for them to just bring their money and buy the required sacrifices at the temple. And indeed, those who were the money changers and those selling those sacrificial animals were there to make a profit off of the house of God the place that was supposed to be a house of prayer and sanctity they were using for their own covetousness. This place where it was supposed to be that people's eyes would be lifted up to heaven. Instead, they were looking down into their wallets. And so here Jesus is furious with the money changers, with the establishment. And instead, what happens? The blind, the lame came to him in the temple and he healed them. He's healing people in the temple, right? Jesus, the king, has arrived in Jerusalem, and he is healing the people. And when the chief priests and the scribes saw the wonderful things that he did, and the children crying out in the temple saying, Hosanna, the son of David, how did they respond? They were indignant. Who does this man think he is? Right? You try to take away the money, you try to take away the power from people who have the power and the money, and they are going to fight back. And this is what they see here, and Jesus says to them, Have you never read, out of the mouth of babes and nursing infants, you have perfected praise? Right? Jesus is saying, the kids get it. Right? Even the little kids get it, but you guys don't get it. God prophesied that this was going to be the case, um, but they don't get it. So, so I don't know, maybe you would describe this a different way. Would you write something else in the margin of your Bible for what is this about? Well, the next thing we have to ask ourselves is, is what's the best verse for this, right? What's the best verse for this section? I'm going to say it's exactly what Jesus said. Have you never read, out of the mouth of babes and nursing infants, you have perfected praise? Um, I think that's the point of this, is that the, the chief priests and the scribes and the money changers, none of them get it. But yet, even children with that little bit of faith get it. And that puts us, back into, or puts us right down into the next section, verses 18 through 22, where in the morning, Jesus goes back into the city, and he's hungry, and he goes to a fig tree. And when he comes to that, to that tree... He doesn't find any, anything. The, the leaves are there, but it's not bearing fruit. It's, it's supposed to have fruit. Jesus expects it to have fruit, but it doesn't. And so Jesus curses it, and it immediately withers away. Uh, and the disciples see it, and they marvel. And Jesus says, if you have faith and do not doubt, uh, you can move mountains. Right? If you have faith, and if you pray, believing, you will receive. So I'm going to, in my Bible, I'm going to highlight that best, or that for mine, verse 21 and 22. Right, I'm going to say those are the best verses to summarize this because Jesus, Jesus tells them the point of this. Now, I do think it's interesting, and I'm going to jump straight into the calling part. 
Jesus says that there is a way in which to pray where you don't actually believe it. Let me say that again. Jesus is pointing out that there is a way in which we can pray without faith. There is a way in which we can pray non-believing. Just look with me at verse 22. And whatever things you ask in prayer, believing, you will receive. It's this verse right here. And whatever things you ask in prayer, believing, you will receive. I think about the book of James where he says, you receive not for you ask not. And when you do ask, you ask with ill motives. Right? They don't receive because they don't ask. And even when they do ask, they don't pray believingly. They treat God like a Santa Claus or a grandpa who's going to give them good gifts. They ask from their selfish, sinful motives instead of for God's glory. Uh, the question that I'm going to have in my own heart this morning for me to call is to pray like I believe it. Right? These words are true. Jesus is the son of David. I need to pray with faith and pray with my eyes lifted up, not on what's going on down here. Yes, I need to cry out to him for my daily bread, but I need to be more concerned that he's my father and that his kingdom and his will are coming and that, and that are done. Right? These are the things that we set our eyes and our focus on. And so, uh, I mean, if we pray that way, could you imagine the outpouring of the Holy Spirit? Maybe right now God is calling us as Christians to actually believe, to actually believe that God can change our country. Right? This is something that I have been praying about for a while, both publicly with the congregation as well as in my own heart. And I have to tell you, sometimes I, I pray this with belief, but disbelieving disbelief. I sit there and I say, God, I know you can do this. I don't know if you're going to do this. Are you powerful enough to do this? I need to know that God is powerful enough that he can change the hearts of our nation, that he can make even our highest rulers and leaders, civil magistrates, governors, mayors, even the people in our neighborhoods and families, he can change their hearts and he can make people believe. He is cleansing his temple. And so that's what, that's what I'm called to do today. What are you called? Go ahead and let me know. Down in the comments, just let me know. What, are you, what do you think you are called to do in response to this passage today? Well, let's go ahead and pray. Father, we thank you so much for this day. We thank you for your word. We pray, Father, that you would make these words true in our hearts, that we, that we would believe them, that we would cling on to them, that we would desire your, your kingdom, Lord, that we would pray with faith that we would not pollute our faith with the deceitfulness of wealth and for the pleasures of this world, Lord, but that we would desire your kingdom above everything else. We thank you so much for this time in your word. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, let me just ask you real quick, if, if this is something that's valuable to you and you would, you would like to see others, can you just give a thumbs up or a comment on this video, maybe even share it on your wall so we can make sure that Facebook keeps sending this out to people. If it's earned that thumbs up, that'd be great. Anyways, I hope the Lord blesses you and that he gives you peace.